Hey, hey, listeners, thank you for tuning in today. Are you ready? Listen on as Doug Philp shares stories of restoration meaningful for life each and every day. Here we go. Good day, my listeners. Once again, I say God bless to each and every one of you for tuning in today. This is Doug Philp, host of Restoration on Fire. Today we are going to take a look back in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Before we do that, let's just set up what we're going to discuss today from the standpoint of what Paul has been saying to the reader, the, the, the receiver of the letter to the Corinthians. In chapter 5, he basically is telling us, for we know that if our earthly house, this tent, is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. That's verse 1 of chapter 5. If our body is destroyed for whatever reason, whether it's just physical death at the end of a lifetime, or or um, martyrdom, let's say, because you are bold enough to, to uh, profess your faith and to evangelize in a country or a place where it's not received well by the authorities, much as in Paul's time he's writing, because that is his perspective. Remember, Paul was Saul, a man who persecuted the church prior to his conversion on the road to Damascus. And Paul ultimately himself was martyred for being a preacher of the gospel. And today is no different. While here where I live, the persecution is minimal. I'm in the United States, so, oh, you know, somebody doesn't like the fact that I believe in God. Well, so they say something to me or they don't like that I pray over my meal with my wife at the restaurant and they're offended and they say something to me or they try to get um, the uh, uh, statue of the Ten Commandments in the in the Lions Park over here a few blocks away from my home and uh, they, they appeal to the courts to have it torn out because well they're offended because they don't believe in God. That's that's the worst type of persecution that I suffer here in the United States. However, I do believe that just like elsewhere in the world, what is happening there can and probably will one day be a greater persecution even here in the United States. No, no Christian anywhere should assume that they are exempt from um, some severe persecution because of their location because of our faith persecution will come we'll have trials and tribulations but be of good cheer for I have overcome the world my peace I give you and my peace I leave with you Jesus had said these things so we we don't have to fear that persecution so back here in second Corinthians 5 Paul is saying even should this earthly tent that God has me in this physical body is destroyed so be it you know I have a house made in the heavens prepared by God Jesus even says that that he has gone to a place and he's preparing a home for us so we don't have to fear what man can do to us 
we don't have to fear what may happen to us. We just have to stay focused on God. And like we talked yesterday, that a broken and contrite heart is that pattern that we see over and over again in Scripture that that helps us to stay in right relationship with the Father, then whatever comes, not only do we not have to fear what comes, because ultimately a physical death just means absent from the body but present with the Lord, and this is what Paul is encouraging the Corinthians to focus on, is fear not the things of man, but focus on God, and oh, by the way, one day you will be in his presence. So glory in that today. Have boldness in that today. Proclaim the gospel today. Walk in his spirit today, regardless of what may happen today. So let's look at the verse that we wanted to take out of the context of what we're speaking today. Not out of it and misuse it, but, but what pops out at me. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 9 in all of the context that we have therefore we make it our aim whether present or absent to be well pleasing to him we walk by faith not by sight paul says just a few verses before so whether present or absent whether he is present or absent let's walk in such a way that our aim is to be well-pleasing to him. Because in the end, last week we talked about the fact that though grace and mercy is upon us as believers in the Lord Jesus, we all will appear before the judgment seat of Christ, Paul says. And that comes right after, therefore we make it our aim, whether present or absent, to be well-pleasing to him. So the things that we do today have a great bearance on that home that Jesus is preparing for us. Not because he's displeased with us is he not going to give us a great mansion, but a small shack, but rather he desires that we be walking in his spirit, doing his will so that he is allowed to accomplish his purposes in us and through us so again fear not the things of man and what man can do to you and what man can do to me but rather and yes i acknowledge that it's easy for me to stand here in my home recording this podcast and you might be listening on the other side of the world in a country where persecution is all around you. Martyrdom is a daily thing. I say, God bless you for staying strong and staying fast to the Lord. Your, bold, your boldness, your faith is strong. Be an example. Continue to walk in God and allow his spirit to guide you and fear not. Be well-pleasing to him as your goal and your aim. For one day, maybe today, you will be absent from this physical body and present with him in the heavenly hosts where he has prepared a home for you. Now, in the absence of all of that, wherever you are, still walk 
with the aim and the purpose to be pleasing to him. Why? Well, because we will come before that judgment seat and we do want to hear the words, well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter into the presence of your Lord. See, it's, it's, it's by faith that we walk, not by sight. Hebrews tells us that without faith it is impossible to please him because he who comes to the Father must believe that the Father exists and that the Father is a rewarder of the person who diligently seeks him. And again, it's all by faith. Faith is the evidence of things hoped for and the substance of things not seen. Maybe I got that backwards. Let's take a quick look because I can turn the pages real quick here in my in my Bible. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. I did have it backwards. So hope for every promise that you find in the Word of God, every promise that the Spirit lays on your heart, for these are evidence of things that are not seen but are there. Let's pray real quick. Father God, I thank you for your word. I thank you that you are seeding it deep into my heart. And I hope and pray for those who hear this message that you are seeding it deep in their heart, that it is watered by someone, and that you ultimately give the increase. Just as Paul plants and Apollos waters, it is you who gives the increase. Father God, as I plant and someone else comes along and waters, you give the increase. Or maybe it is me coming along watering right now, but it is you, Father, who will give the increase. And I thank you for this because you are the true and only God. Everything else is just made up and idle and I personally repent and ask your forgiveness for any idols in my life. And I pray this, that others who hear this would have the courage to likewise choose to turn away from an idol in their life and be well-pleasing to you as an aim, a purpose, and a goal in their heart so that you ultimately, because of their faith, because they are seeking you, will not only be found by you, but that you will be a rewarder because they are diligently seeking you, Father. I thank you for this. I thank you for what you are doing. Continue to use me. Continue to use the listener to accomplish your will and the purposes of your will, Father, in us and through us. I thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And amen. I thank you listener today. I affectionately call my soapy because we use the soap method here at Restoration on Fire to get the Word of God out to be an encouraging message to those who listen because God's Word is all about restoring man to himself. Today is the day of salvation. Seek him and he will be found by you. This is a promise that is of God, not of me. Have a beautiful and a glorious day, and we'll talk again tomorrow. God bless. 
And there you go, another episode done and in the bank. I trust you heard something meaningful today. Take a moment right now and head over to RestorationOnFire.com for show recap and leave some feedback. Plus, you'll be able to find more great resources and many more episodes to listen to. And as always, be sure and be listening on.